0: escape this podcast a show that's a mix between tabletop role-playing and escape room puzzles this is the final episode of our first five episode arc our first shortened arc escape roompa loompa I the worst it. name it's... i've hey, ever come up hey
1: with. you've ever come up with oh, you came up, Excuse with it? Me? I definitely came up with it oh what a wonderful yep, name right. escape roompa loompa
0: <laughs> doesn't sound silly at all and i would never name something in a silly way
1: I've enjoyed doing a short arc. It uh, took up less of my time.
0: That is true. I, look, it's been a lot of fun. It's, it's, it's nice. So after this one finishes, there'll be, a, I think, believe there's a guest room, and then there'll be, I mean, maybe another mini arc. I've got another the, mini
1: arc already. Another
0: mini arc for the, for the second half mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. season, which should be a lot of fun. Every episode, we have guests come on and play through a room that exists just in our shared imagination, our mindscape, the audio verse, whatever you want to call it. I mean, probably none of those things. Mm. And and this episode, we have the winners Spoiler Spoilers! Of... Oh, sorry. <clears throat> we have, now everybody, spoiler alert, the winners of season 17 of Only Connect. Welcome, Tim, Claire, and Jonathan, the Data Wizards. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Lovely Hi. to be here. We're very excited to, to have you on. Uh, I think, Tim, you just sort of sent us an email out of the blue saying, hey, can we be on the show? And uh, we had just watched you- in the finale of of that Only Connect series, and we're like, "Oh, brilliant! That sounds like a lot
1: of fun." Yeah, I imagine oh, this is far from the first time that we've talked about Only Connect on this show.
0: I mean, yes, it is, you're not the only the, you're not our first Only Connect themed guests either. We've had Only Connect question editors and oh, writers yeah, good on the point. show. Your point,
1: right?
2: No, I mean, that's what prompted the email, uh, and you know that, and you now having been out of the public spotlight for a couple of months, yeah, we're going to get back just, in. not stand it any longer.
1: You finished your media circuit.
2: Yeah, just extend that 15 minutes a bit longer.
0: (laughs) Now, I I do have a question for you. We've currently had a series of four escape rooms. The first one was set finding a golden ticket. The second one was in a room full of edible chocolate. The third... Glad it was edible chocolate. I know. The third one was in an inventing room with chewing gum and golden egg-laying geese. And then we had a TV room... What is the what is the mysterious connection between all of these settings?
2: Is it cricket fielding <laughs> positions?
0: Oh, you would think so, but it's actually
1: copyright infringement.
0: Copyright infringement <laughs> of famous children's stories. We we are very excited to have you on. We'll have the same questions for all of our guests when they come on the show. The first of which is, this is an escape room show. What is your escape room experience? Uh, Jonathan, would you like to start?
3: Oh, wow. Yeah. So I've done something like 30. I haven't got my uh, official <laughs> spreadsheet, but...
1: Uh... Oh, yours. oh you're not a, a, a real enthusiast. If you don't
3: have a spreadsheet. I'm not a real, I'm not a real enthusiast, <laughs> unfortunately.
2: But uh, no, I mean, okay. the three of us have done uh, a couple of rooms together, right? Yeah, we have.
1: And do those ones go successfully?
2: Sort of. I mean, the only snag was that one of them broke. We broke the escape uh, room. Oh, yeah, oh, no. rescued from Cardiff Castle <laughs> escape room.
4: Just thorough <laughs> testing.
0: Did the room break or did you break it? How, how much was this your fault, Tim?
2: It, I mean, it was the first time it had happened and, and the <laughs> door was just completely stuck and would just refuse to open. So, oh, no. I mean, it could have been us, just the speed with which we rushed through it. Or that just, moment you know. when you were kicking yeah, the door trying ready. to get out. Yeah. yeah <laughs> the it was a the screwdriver
1: you took to the hinges. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: Jonathan, just to, to follow up quickly, you say you've done about 30 rooms. Have they all been around the UK or do you, do you travel and do rooms in other places?
3: Most of them have been in the UK. Weirdly, I've done one in Singapore, but that, yeah. that, that, that would be a good only connect intro fact, wouldn't it? I did an escape room in Singapore, but uh, the
0: exactly. problem
3: with that was it was uh, it was a uh, Rubik's cube themed room, and I'm oh colourblind, so oh,
0: oh! that'll throw you off. <laughs> it was quite tricky. And and uh, Claire, next, I know we're we're sort of getting an overlap in experience, but what is your escape room experience?
4: I was trying to count them up. I, I think I've done uh, about seven. <laughs> So it, probably the furthest out of all of us. Uh, That's in total. about
1: was... how many we had done when we started the show. So yeah, <laughs> okay. perfectly all acceptable. Right. So,
4: could still be a podcast in my future. Um, exactly. <laughs> but I, I remember the first one I ever did. Uh, I I think we had like three or four pints beforehand and so it was quite hard and it was and we, I was on a date and it was just the two of us and there was a thing where we needed three people because you had to stand what? in specific positions so the, the game uh. like the games master had to come in and stand where we told her <laughs> to so that something would be released um, oh wonderful but yeah since then it all been pretty pretty good even just two people uh managed to escape I'm here now telling mm. you the story so
0: uh, I do like doing escape rooms with just the two. Two people, it's fun. You get to really experience, as long, if, as long as you can do it, you get to experience like every element of the room. You never have that Absolutely. feeling of, oh, someone else solved that one. It's nice
2: to play in a pair sometimes.
0: Uh, and, and Tim, do you have any, any different escape room experience?
2: Yeah, I've done a bunch as well. I was trying to count them up um, the other day. And, and I was going to say, yeah, I've done loads of them. And it turns out it's only about 20. And I, I heard someone on your podcast a, a few weeks ago say, yeah, I've done upwards of 300. Oh, is, yeah. You know, to the number oh, Intimidating. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yes, um,
0: uh, we, we had a guest on just recently. What was it? A thousand?
1: I think he just cracked a thousand.
0: Just hit a thousand. So <laughs> some people out there, oh, just they do too many. <laughs>
2: uh, one of my favorite experiences was I took my my regular gloomhaven group we went out to mm. poland just to um eat the uh, heavy potato products and do escape rooms for a long weekend it was great we did eight of them in four days and some of them are so elaborate um mm. uh, you know they cater for like the um, the stag market and and so on it's just really fun yeah.
0: we have occasionally done that as well trying to get a bunch of rooms done in a single day and and it is the first two are great and then it, you start to very much drop off in performance, I think. <laughs> yeah, the brain four, fades I think a little the most, bit.
1: The most we've done, have we done four in a day? I think we did four. And the
0: fourth one, you wow. just sort of go, ah, there might be some puzzles. <laughs> I don't know.
4: Yeah, Kick the door until idea. it breaks. Saturated with puzzles. Yay,
1: yeah, master. You, hit, you just hit a point. Can you come in here?
0: <laughs> I, think, I think what benefited us is we may have swapped in new people on that day. So I think we played with two other sets of groups. So well, I think we didn't play all four with the same
1: people. I think uh, the one that I'm thinking of, uh, we added in a new person. Yeah, so uh, a few of a fresh, us were there, we, we got, got refreshed, and then we brought someone new in and we could just rely on them.
0: Yeah. So then the other element of this show is that it is Escape Rooms mixed with tabletop role-playing. Why don't we go reverse order now? Tim, what is your tabletop role-playing experience? I mean, I know already you have a Gloomhaven group.
2: Um, I have, in terms of like like... Your traditional RPGs. I I have done one one session of D and D fifth edition, which a friend of mine had been trying to get a group of us together to do for for months and months, and we mm. finally jumped in, and it was fine. <laughs> there were too many <laughs> too many numbers and dice rolling for me, but I, I I had a good time just just mucking about in the universe. Um, mm. I think I my character that I built with a lot of supervision was a halfling bard, and I spent the entire time just pretending I'd invented the advertising jingle in the universe and <laughs> <laughs> ignoring the main quest. I, I yeah, couldn't tell you like what, good, what our objectives part. were, mm. but I had a nice time.
0: <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, and uh, Claire, what about you? What is your uh, tabletop role-playing experience?
4: I once went to someone's house for a bit and they were playing D&D there and I watched them do it and it was very interesting. And then I went out to a gig. Nice.
1: So.
4: Yeah. I've, that's all I've done. I've witnessed... Maybe an hour and
0: a half of it. Yeah, there was this one weirdo there who was trying to pretend he invented an advertising jingle or something. <laughs> that didn't, the game didn't make any sense. It was so hard to watch. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, Jonathan, what about
3: you? Oh, I mean, I guess I used to play Hero Quest when I was little, but that's, nice. that's the closest I've been to a, like an actual tabletop RPG thing.
0: I feel like HeroQuest has a lot of similarities with like the really early days of Dungeons and Dragons, like if you play like D and D first edition, it it feels very similar. It is just like here's a little dungeon, go delve into it. You are the the fighter and the and the elven wizard, and go in and and there's very there's less of the trappings in a modern day setting. I feel like Hero Quest is a lot like older uh, tabletop role playing game I'm feeling, still, but very similar. I think
1: I'm still in my head confusing Hero Quest and Quest for Glory, and this makes ah, no yes. sense that's to that's me. That's because uh, yeah. that's
0: that's uh, a <laughs> That was Heroes Quest until Damn they had it. to rename themselves because of the overlap in names with the board game. Uh, that's a, now, that's a good game. Can we all just talk about the 1989 Sierra adventure game Heroes Quest? Oh, can we, yeah, we have absolutely. to do an escape room? <laughs> Isn't it fun casting fetch over and over again to get that ring out of the nest so you can get the healing potions? And enough gold to buy flame. <laughs> oh, and then those goblins better beware. <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> Every day I have songs from that game in my head, just running constantly in the background. Just I'm walking around hearing dun 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 like I'm in a goblin's lair. It's I just it, it never stops. Full midi. This is yeah, a really full, deep full guy. midi. This is yeah, yeah fairly <laughs> look, there's two people at home being like, yeah, woo! The goblin <laughs> theme. <thing! laughs> Put the gems in the skull's eye. Yeah Um <laughs> How many apples are you gonna to give to Bragi? Um, they're loving it. Those those two, they're having so much fun. Uh, uh, so I think in that case we should be ready to get started with the room.
1: Oh man, already that feels I think quick. we're already ready to go. Oh boy,
0: we've talked about. Look, we've, let me just check the checklist. We've introduced the room. We've talked about escape rooms. We've talked about the 1989 adventure game Heroes Quest. I hope that's the year it came out. <laughs> uh, so I think that's it. We've done all the all the intro. Now, there's one extra question I'll ask to the three of you. You are, we, we, you've you played Only Connect. You've done incredibly well on Only Connect. Do you think that there are similar, that there are similar, similar sets, skill sets. Yeah, do you think that your Only Connect success will be mirrored in your escape room
3: performance?
1: Has that historically been the case?
0: Are they,
3: are they, do they help? Well, I mean, the most important skill we found on Only Connect was to keep talking, regardless of the quality <laughs> of what we're saying. Even if we're saying the dumbest, stupidest stuff, this because, anything can uh, be us to
4: the right answer. Yeah, yeah. And that's Vets. something I learned from from Good Job Brain, who I know there's a crossover Yay. here, but that's, that's their quiz technique as well. So yeah, um, yeah, mm. just keep chatting until. Uh, something something right comes out of it. Really. This bodes well. Yeah, exactly. so this, saying well,
3: rubbish that's my main school.
0: I will say that is a skill set that will definitely help you with this room. <laughs> okay, well with that being said, we're going to we're going to we're going to see if this theory holds water that that is going to be a helpful skill set. <laughs> and, and we'll I think see. We're ready if to go. We
1: can bring a chocolate man to justice.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes, we have to we have to Curse stop you chocolate this... man. <laughs> <laughs> you chocolate man. Ooh, you can't put me in jail. The Candy Man
1: can be put away for 10 years. (laughs) There you
0: go. Uh, All right. If we're all ready, Danny, would you like to whisk us away?
1: Let's do this. You've been dashing down hallways for so long, no idea where you are. You're searching for an office. Matthew Martin is signing ownership of the factory over to Chan at any moment, and you're the only one who can stop it. You drop tiny Mike Watson off by an emergency exit. (laughs) You assure him that your boss, Ken Arthur, will pick him up shortly and help return him to normal size. None of the kids you've sabotaged are in any danger. Mr Arthur's assistants have been outside the factory this entire time helping them out. You're not a monster. The only monster here is Matthew Martin. Oh, oh, there, there, okay, you found a door. It's a regular office-looking door, perfect. It's got a sign on it, and it's got a handle. You try that, of course it's locked. Maybe that means Matthew Martin and Chan haven't arrived yet. Or maybe it means they're already in there. You look around and you realise that right behind you, there's another door. It's a transparent one. It leads into what looks like a pretty normal elevator. Also, you know, this kind of seems like a standard office building type of thing. You wonder, maybe the floors are connected. Maybe if you can take the elevator up or down a floor, you'll have another way into this office. Maybe that's your alternate entry. Alternatively, it's an elevator in here, maybe it's another death trap, who can say. <laughs> you stand between these two doors, unsure what to do, but certain you're in the right place, you have to get into that office. And that's all you have to start with. Whoa. Oh my god. No,
0: no long room description in this one.
2: Right. Now, if um if reading books has taught me anything, it's that mysterious glass elevators are very straightforward and only go up and down.
0: Yeah. What else could it do? <laughs> so
2: what could go wrong if we were to go, C- can we get into the elevator? Is Absolutely. there a button we got to press?
1: You can pretty much, yep, there's just one call elevator button. It opens up obediently for you. You step inside, you look around. I will say the name elevator to me says that it should only go up. It's yeah, not, that's true. That's it. If
3: it goes down, it's not <laughs> elevating no. anymore. Descendivator.
0: That's <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's cozy in here. There isn't too much going on. There's a sort of curved lounge built into one side of the elevator. And then over by the door, there is a long panel of buttons. And that's about it.
2: Let me just draw out my elevator. Thank you. I appreciate knowing
1: that there's drawings. <laughs>
2: I've imagined like a, a really luxurious 70s leather style curved couch.
1: <laughs> I'll take
4: it.
2: What do we do, gang?
4: Let's look at the buttons.
2: Look at the buttons.
1: As far as you can tell, these buttons are the totally normal kind that you would press and make the elevator take you to a different floor. They are numbered from 1 to 18. You know what? That is weird. You didn't think that this factory looked like it was 18 stories tall. Huh. So
4: it's only only numbered buttons. No other, num- no other types of buttons. Okay, no. Are any of them lit up at all?
1: None of them are lit up at the moment.
2: Okay. Are they all in order? Yes. Ah. Now the child in me just wants to like start smashing buttons.
1: As you do that, the first button that your hand passes over lights up. Elevator doesn't do anything. Your hand keeps smushing down them. Second button that you go past lights up. Third button lights up. And then they all go out.
2: Ah, uh, oh. see now. If video games have taught me anything, it's that when three lights go out, when you press the fourth thing, that there's some combination that you've got to get, and that that makes me feel like it's a four-number combination.
1: Even before you hit a fourth one, as soon as you hit the third one, it only mm. lights up for a second, and then they all right. go out. Yeah.
2: Okay. So got we're that. looking for right. a three-three button Probably combo. Probably a three button. That's combo. what I'm combo. after. Yeah.
1: Uh, Now, quick aside, I should
2: say that my escape room technique is to fixate on a puzzle right at the beginning and convince myself that I know what the solution is. Um so oh, really? we did one a little while ago <laughs> where, where <laughs> there was a there was a door that we had to get into with a fingerprint sensor on and I was convinced oh the God. entire room that we were gonna find a severed thumb somewhere
4: and oh, yeah. <laughs> I <did not turn laughs> was like there was like two multiple sensors and I was like, hey can we all press these sensors at the same time? And that message didn't get across. And I thought Tim was right with his severed thumb thing. And so we got a completely Distracted, looking for this blooming thumb. I mean, we have a hundred
1: percent been in escape rooms where you find fake severed hands. Mm. But also,
0: this is the classic escape room trap. It's people will get so caught up, and then at the end, they'll be like, "But I don't understand. We like there is a severed thumb in this room. Where is it? We never found it. (laughs) Like, no, you made that up. You invented the severed thumb. There was nothing that said seven. No, no. But where's the severed thumb? That's the only thing I don't understand." It always
4: yeah, happens. exactly that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Tim.
2: But in this case, I, I think I'm pretty comfortable in saying that there's a there's a three number combination that we've got to put in. Yep. You know, I just want to just
3: want to raise something, gang. I don't know. Uh, we passed through a door. Did it close behind us, or is it still open?
1: The elevator door is still open for you. You can escape oh, if you need no. to.
4: <laughs> so we can't look at the back of it. There is nothing. No, the d- the I'm,
3: I'm lost. I don't know what to do.
1: No, uh well this elevator door was transparent. There was nothing exciting about it. Okay.
2: So can we go and poke around the lounge area? See yeah. what's over there?
1: I wouldn't call it so much an area, it's just a curved little thing taking up some of the space. It's in case getting up to floor eighteen or whatever it is takes too long and you have to sit down. Uh Matthew Martin is ninety-eight years old.
0: Oh, this is new? I didn't this is new information. <laughs> I've been voicing this character for four episodes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But you take a look at the lounge and it's heavily cushioned, it can be full-on 70s leather style, but it looks like it would be about the right size for three people. In fact, the back of this lounge, it has three separate cushions with three tufting buttons, if that is a term that makes sense to you, I certainly had to look it up.
2: I know what you mean. yeah. Yes, yeah, so you know when you
0: like something's upholstered and it all like it
2: has like a
1: it has the button. sort of yeah. fake button thing comes into yeah.
0: it, pulls in. Yeah, that's a, apparently called a tufting button.
1: So yeah, there are three Ooh. of those on this lounge, and you take a look, and they seem to have some little decorations on them. Ooh, Ooh. Hang on, you get a little closer. Those aren't decorations exactly. Those are words. The leftmost one says "on." The middle one says oh, no. "in." and the rightmost one says if. All
3: right, I'm checking for anagrams, but I, don't, I can't see any gay.
4: Yes, do your, do your word puzzle magic on it, Jonathan.
3: <laughs> finino, if you go backwards. <laughs> go to the bakery and get a delicious finino. Yes. I
1: was going to say... It's like a very slim panino. I need some <laughs> breakfast. <laughs>
3: Okay, so if we poke around these tufting buttons, are they, do, do, are they actually disguised real buttons, or are they completely inert?
1: They seem completely decorative. Uh, beyond these curious words on them, uh, nothing else is of interest about this lounge whatsoever.
4: Oh no! Okay, nothing, nothing hidden in under on inside. No, cushions. you get
1: the minimalist start. Ooh.
2: Okay, now these under. are all um, reserved. SQL keywords, but I don't think
4: that... <laughs> Oh, don't
2: it's... I'm not going <laughs> I'm not down that road now. No, not <laughs> a word You nerd <laughs> um, okay. I mean, could, they, could they be like some kind of logical operator or um... well, I'm I'm wondering if there's some sort of mapping,
3: I mean, is it significant that the first letters are look like zeros and ones Yeah, Maybe. that's what I was
4: thinking as well like zero ends, one end, one f
3: I mean, I'm thinking what base this would need to be to make sense. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I heard I'm, I'm, I'm down the rabbit hole. Yes, and of course, uh, this room was not specifically designed for you and your knowledge <laughs> set. and knowing that escape rooms <laughs> offer, try not to assume too much prior yeah. knowledge.
2: Okay.
0: Um, is there <laughs> I anything think else? SQL database keywords is common. knowledge. <laughs> yeah.
2: I think everybody knows that, right? Yeah.
1: Even those are words I understand. <laughs>
2: It's, it's a universal experience. Um, is there anything else in this, this elevator that we haven't looked at? So there is I, not. On my diagram, I've got mm. walls, buttons, sofa.
1: You have buttons. seen everything important inside this elevator. So we should go out of the elevator.
2: Yeah, was there anything back in the corridor
3: that we should, we should yeah. uh, the investigate?
1: The only other thing of note, the corridor goes on for a million miles in each direction and opposite you is just this office door.
3: Should we look at the office door?
1: You try knocking on it. You get no response. You take a look. The door is locked, and uh, but are weird...
0: Yes, I have to stress spec- before you describe mm-hmm. this door. This is this is a coincidence, and I need to stress: there are no severed thumbs in this room. They do not appear. They will not. They, you will not need to find a severed thumb. Are we all? Do we all understand?
4: Do we? Do we need to suffer yes. our own thumb?
0: Oh! <laughs> All right, sorry Danny. Please describe the door.
1: Uh yeah, it appears that the lock uh has a fingerprint scanner beside <gasps> hey. it. So you feel very disheartened that you will never be able to get through that, severed thumbs or otherwise, so there must be another way. And the only other notable thing about this door is that it has a sign hanging from it which says, "No exit, no entry." Then what is it for? <laughs>
2: Why would you have a door that you can't yeah, get in? Why have a or door? Out? Pointless. This is nonsense, Matthew Martin.
0: <laughs> I'm so
1: sorry.
2: <laughs> I have to redo the voice.
0: Oh you I'm I'm Sorry oh, isn't for he? my
1: nonsensical voice. I'm door. <laughs> no, no, that's what that's what that um whatever vehicle ride that spews cream at you is for, it's de aging. Ah,
0: uh, of course.
1: You come out of that clean and new and like a thirty year old. No 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 no.
2: Oh, I, I was going to uh, ask a, a quick, you know, biology question. Are, are we three brains inhabiting one body?
1: Exactly. Okay,
2: yeah. right. So,
1: try I not mean, we fight. haven't decided
2: which Shotgun bits of right that hand. body we are controlling.
1: <laughs> Shock pancreas. Liver.
2: Whoever is right hand, why don't you just try, you know, whacking your thumb on that sensor
4: and see what happens? I, I whack my right thumb on the sensor.
1: It does not recognize you. Does it uh. be?
4: Does it, do, it no, does do
1: it, it yeah gives a little red beep but nothing and yeah quite frankly you assume it is for matthew martin's hand and nobody else's okay one of you should really take control of the eyes just, okay. just saying <laughs> no, it seems yeah. important
2: <laughs> just just walk around and you know bumping okay. into things what have things. we
1: what haven't we looked at yet i think you've actually looked at it's everything sound, it sounds
2: like we've got everything yeah, yeah that's everything that's been so, described but so, Jonathan, you had theory about these, these couch buttons. Well, the beginnings of a theory, anyway. Well, it involved, <laughs> uh, it involved a, a bit of uh,
3: advanced maths that is probably going to set most of the audience to sleep, so I don't think that's... Okay. I'm wondering if sit on there's it? a link between... Oh, yeah, we could try sitting on it see what happens. Or lying like down on happen. it if
4: it fits three people.
1: You feel very comfortable, but it doesn't enlighten you further. Ah.
2: But are we refreshed?
1: Of course, your brain oh, goes up uh, three points.
2: Excellent, <laughs> superb. Okay, so this this thing about like the prefixes, you you said like zero one one maybe. Yeah, and then what would the N and the N and the F be? Nine well, nine one... four.
4: Um,
3: so what? So like zero nine. Is there any other N? There's no other net ends, right? 1, two, 3, 4, five, six, uh, nine. yeah. 19. Oh, no, there's not even
4: 19.
3: But then you, you don't four, know four, if the last one's
4: 14, 14 or 15. 15. 4, 5, yeah. 14, uh,
3: yeah, uh, On like... is two-thirds of the word one. Oh. I mean, could the uh, the sign be slightly misleading in that that's actually uh, a little crib note for the... We have to combine the on, in, if with that somehow. What, with the door
2: sign, with the no exit, no entry sign? Yeah, just wondering. Uh, what letter of the alphabet is N.
4: Fourteen.
2: Uh, 14. Oh, I knew somebody would know. That's why I didn't bother counting.
4: That's <laughs> what teamwork's for.
2: I did. I did uh, genuinely six. try to learn I that phone
4: So the on, in, if if we wanted to press, that would be 14, 13, 9, thirteen nine six. There's a
1: few more than it would accept. Yeah.
3: Mm. Yeah. We need to get three three numbers out of. Yeah. So that, I mean, I'm thinking things like. Adding the letter values together, or adding zero to to
2: fourteen, and then etc. Okay, so maybe we can so we you think try like that, add okay. fourteen plus fourteen plus six plus zero plus one plus one. No, so so
3: oh. so zero plus n would be fourteen. Yeah. One plus n would be fifteen. Yeah. One plus f would be seven.
2: Seven. Should we, should we try that on the? I mean, on those buttons.
3: Yes. why not? We haven't touched we for a try, while. so, so we to, So we're going to four, so 13, 14, <laughs> 14, 7. No, 14,
4: 14 15, 15, 7. Saying? Oh, sorry. What?
3: Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. It doesn't so, work, I'm sorry. No! <laughs> oh, yes. That was so, my,
2: my, my one sure calculation that I had. So prefixes, I'm thinking. Or
3: like O in could be the start of one.
4: Yes, that's what I thought.
3: But then you'd have the others don't
2: work unless you... Well,
3: actually, yeah, so...
2: In is in nine, and I think there's only one number, which has got IF oh. in it. Yeah? 15. Which is 15.
4: 15.
2: Oh, yeah. On that board. Yeah, that's... So yes, what, I wondered one, about nine, that. 1, 9, 15, then? Could, yeah, could yeah. we try pressing 1, Let's 9, 15?
1: The panel dings happily at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Now, time for a very normal operation of a normal elevator. Of this <laughs> <an elevator.
1: laughs> yeah, Why? Why would you ruin the surprise like that? Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, it works enough. like works like a normal elevator. <laughs> the, el- the elevator door closes and it rumbles around you. You're moving, and weirdly, I don't know who saw this coming. It feels like it's traveling sideways. What? Oh, I I don't know. Hold on. This is a weird elevator. It. An Whoa.
3: adjacent elevator.
1: Oh man. <laughs> a parallel elevator. <laughs> I
3: like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> After a moment, you stop, the door opens, and a little voice from the panel says, Arrived at Floor 1. To continue to Floor 9, press 9. To skip to Floor 15, press 15. To return to office level, press one 9 15. So it's still calling okay. at floors, but you are deeply suspicious. But either way, you've got this thing working.
2: Ah. okay so, so we've got we, we've got like options floors we we can sort of it can be like the sort of adventure game flicking between three locations that we need to you know collect a teddy bear and then combine it with a fishing reel and oh, no, Dad, uh, sure. Notes quickly. oh god oh god he's, <laughs> he's done it he's got it <laughs> see this yes. is what i was talking about i've solved the puzzle in my head that's it we're done okay Sorry, remind me what were the locations? One,
1: one. nine, and fifteen.
2: Okay, is, is the door open on level one?
1: Yep, the elevator door has opened for you. You can get ah. out if you like.
4: Let's let's do it. Shall we?
1: You're, you're in charge of the feet right now. You get to decide. Yeah, that. <laughs> right oh,
4: foot sociation. Yeah. Okay, who's left foot though?
1: <laughs> you exit the lift in some fashion or another, and take a look around. <laughs> You've opened up into a tunnel that's very dark. In fact, so dark you can't see where it ends. A bit further in, though, you can see some muted flashing, like there's a projector displaying images on the ceiling or walls up ahead.
4: What do you think, feet? Can we go look at those? Let's go for it.
1: You hobble further into the tunnel, and just before the darkness really hits, you find yourself standing before a narrow indoor river. A one-person boat floats in it, well, not floating really, it looks like it's on rails, and it looks like it's weighted so that if you sit down, the boat will move. Okay, guess you better do that, and you know, chocolate factories and their indoor tunnels, notoriously exciting. You sit down, the boat moves along the rails until it reaches the point where the flashing lights you could faintly see before are around you, they are projecting images on the ceiling A scattered mess of red, blue, purple, yellow. I'm sorry, Jonathan. (laughs) It's hard to keep track of all of them, but you try your best. And look, maybe it's just you. A lot of the images you're seeing are either very unpleasant or just not at all appropriate for a chocolate factory. And we've got an image for you. And it's quite a chaotic one. We may all have to use some teamwork to see what's going on here.
0: So for everybody at home, there is a link to this image in the show notes. Uh, But Claire, would you like to kick us off with starting to describe this? But feel free (laughs) to jump in, people. There's some confusion.
4: So starting at the top uh, where it says first, there's a series of uh, coloured circles with arrows between them and they're going blue, yellow, red, purple, Yellow, blue, purple, blue. So it's not a not necessarily a repeated pattern. Um, and they all of these circles have drawn images inside of them. And the first one, I assume, is a kiwi. but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was a pear. Pancreas? Could be a talent.
1: It could be a pancreas. Could be this a talon. Uh, this is why I suggested teamwork involving all of this, because I knew <laughs> that there were some that no one could get. Billy, do you remember what this one was supposed I believe, to
0: be? Now, I suggested kiwi with no legs or well <laughs> yeah. done steak. But I believe it is a leech.
1: It was a leech. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Notoriously difficult to draw. If not yeah. notorious, yes. it is now.
0: Yeah, from this point on, <laughs> notoriously difficult to draw. Yes. <laughs> uh,
4: so that's so that's a leech. Uh, the next one is that a coffin?
1: It is. Okay. And then a, a hand with
3: yeah
1: some lines on it. Yeah, it's a hand.
3: And then, oh my gosh.
2: Toes.
1: What's in <laughs> with toes seven toes
2: we immediately take that to the office <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah we got some toes they're hairy that was that's how so you know that they're toes
4: mm. good yeah toes famously hairy mm-hmm. yeah. yeah
1: so uh, it's an eyeball mm-hmm. an eye
4: mm-hmm. and those look like some head lice yeah lice yes. Ooh. Lice Okay That's definitely a
1: cockroach Nice Some wiggly worms Wiggly worms is perfect
0: mm-hmm. yeah. uh, Jonathan, do you want to you take over the, some of these images?
3: Oh, sure Well, this next one seems to be a, an elevator slash descendivator Nice
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're right, it's got both yeah. options I don't know what to call it anymore
3: <laughs> Then there's a, a snail
1: Nice. Incidentally, can I just also say, drawing an elevator, how would you draw an elevator? Because look at what I have drawn it's for a, this. It's
4: a good elevator. It's just it's a rectangle, elevator. a yeah. vertical
1: line, and then an up-down arrow next to it. Mm. It's hard to think of how else to draw one.
0: I don't think you need to. I think you've cracked the code. That
1: was, that, I spent yeah. a long time just sitting and could thinking do. about Over that. Over
0: the top, you could put one of those old like uh, the elevators from the movies what? where they've got the, yeah, the little the, the circular thing, thing that points at all the floors. I consider that... Elevator? That's what you
1: need. Mm. And so sorry, yep, then there was the snail.
3: snail. Let's see. So there's the next one. Well, it looks a little bit like the headlice, but I'm I'm guessing. I'm assuming that's dandruff. I'm guessing it's
1: dandruff. Yes. Not knits. That's what
0: I thought. See, we're on the same we're on the same page. I really
1: tried to give them a slightly flaky shape. (sighs) Oh expertly done. Yes. I
2: mean, we're we're in the knit headspace now because we've seen them earlier.
0: But it is, mm. it is, Dan.
2: Yeah. I
4: don't want to be yep. in the knit headspace. <laughs> well, look, it's fine I if you're in the knit
0: headspace, but if knits are in your headspace, that's not so oh, good.
3: Oh, no. Yeah, it's not ideal, is it? And then I think the next one might be Prince Charles, but I'm not sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I feel like that's like a, a profile picture of the BFG.
1: <laughs> it is a little from, bit. From no. Noted all Schmoll, You just got to get schmal. more doll in there. <laughs> yeah. So for this one. Uh, apparently, it is incredibly difficult to draw an ear without drawing the rest of the head with it to give it some context. Otherwise, it just uh, looks like it looks like Kirk Van Houten's dignity. even the cat would get it. But also, to make it clear that the ear is the focus, you have to make the head tiny. Otherwise, it just looks like a head is the focus. It's a giant, so that that's what I've work, gone with so a Dumbo yeah. human.
2: That's an ear. And then Definitely. we've got an evil octopus.
1: Or evil a... <laughs> it It looks like he's octopus. got devil horns. Those are just yeah. the tips of his other legs yeah. that are behind right. him.
2: Okay. <laughs> and they've got an apple and then some spiders. Nice. And some kind of eel, like a yes. moray or a conga. An
1: e- just an eel is fine. Okay.
2: I was going to go through all the other types of eel then, so thank God you uh, stopped yeah, me.
1: How many types of eel can one name?
2: <laughs> there are two types of eel, conga and moray. moray. electric,
1: and regular. <laughs> well, you and can, you, can um, and you
2: know it's, you know it's not eel. a
0: moray eel. You can easily figure that out that it isn't. Because mm-hmm. if it were, then uh, the, moon would, the moon would hit your, hit your eye <laughs> like, like a, a big piece, piece of pie. Because yeah. Yeah.
4: that's a moray.
0: Because that's a moray. This is, yeah. must be something else.
1: <sighs> And then we the got some kind of, of
2: lizard. That's...
1: Yeah, what sort of lizard? an iguana. That? iguana. That's an nice. iguana. I,
4: I know that because I literally just, just watched an episode of The Simpsons with Jub-Jub in it. So I was like, Perfect. 100%, that's, that's an iguana.
2: Yeah. 100p, mate. 100p. Some kind of razor. And then last, I've got no idea what that is. I think that is a haggis, isn't it?
4: Yeah. Oh, yes! Amazing! I drew a haggis and oh, someone got Perfect, going... Danny, your drawings are incredible. Like, amazing. I, I, I,
1: this this room almost <laughs> ground to a halt because I realised I was going to have to draw a haggis in it.
4: I mean, I've I voluntarily eat haggis, like purchase it and eat it, so I can recognise it. I don't, Jonathan, I don't know, don't know about you, what, what your recreational oh, haggis eating's like. I've
3: had, I've done Burns nights before.
1: I'm so happy. <laughs> this is all worth it i'm going to bed
4: you you nearly (laughs) nearly captured the intestiny goodness i think like it's it really comes across
1: i tried to draw the awful like lines on it but yes so
0: we have a long list of these uh images that flashed up in in sequence each with a color associated
2: and is it going in a cycle is it just repeating itself
1: no, that's it. As After those images have cycled enough times for you to memorise them, the boat drifts you back towards the entrance. And that's all that you notice about this oh, sector okay. one. All
2: right. So I feel like there's a puzzle here. Something, something yeah, yeah. tells me there's a puzzle. Um, well, but I, I don't think we know you know, what to do with that puzzle yet. I wonder if we should look at some other things.
4: I'm just going to categorise these, these items into their colours. Okay. But I don't... I don't know why, it's not spelling anything out So it was important that we get The right descriptor for these Mm -hmm. these Pictures Um, So I presume it's going to be something to do With the first letter of the word Potentially, because wiggly worm Was fine, but Moray (laughs) eel was not
1: (laughs) Mm. Um,
4: So, but yeah
2: So I guess we're back at the elevator now Yeah
1: Where would you like to go?
2: We've got a choice of two Should we go to another floor then? So so we've got choice of 9 and 15. Let's go to floor 9. I think we just press the button now.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You press the button for floor 9. You go sort of uh, upwards diagonally for that one. You exit the lift there, and you are immediately met with bubbles drifting through the air. (gasps) This room smells sweet. Maybe faintly alcoholic? And you blink as you notice this has very different dimensions to the last room. This floor is circular and the walls stretch up twice as high as any room you've ever been in. The round ceiling has most of its space taken up by a large rotator fan. And besides the bubbles, the only thing that you see at floor level in here is a single bottle.
2: Well, now, do you want to wanna... drink it? Should we do that? I mean, I'm not in control of the mouth. Whoever, whoever's doing mouth.
1: Oh man, got to keep rearranging this brain. <laughs> <laughs> we should definitely investigate it.
2: Yeah, I mean, we could. Can we do anything with the bubbles while we're here? Just
1: the bubbles are swat. very uncooperative. You get anywhere oh, okay. near them, and they just start popping. Ah,
2: it seems like our options are drink the bottle or don't drink the bottle. I mean, do we want to look
3: at the bottle before we drink oh, let's it? let's look at other options.
2: See,
1: I mean,
4: that's see, why you're here. Brain. It's on it.
1: <laughs> you head over to the bottle. You pick it up. Matthew Martin sells a lot of things. As far as you know, alcohol isn't one of them. You're suspicious that he might not be licensed for this. You pick... Um, it's empty. What kind oh, of no. a letdown... Whatever. <sighs> Fine, I guess you have to look at it. You check out the label. At the top, you see some super tiny words that say... You think, Matty Martin's Brew Will, and then the rest of the label is in slightly more prominent letters, and you get a picture of that one.
0: I guess for people at home, you can see the rest of this lovely bottle label, Uh, but Tim is going to describe it to you.
2: This is a blue bottle, and it's got a label on it in light blue, and it's got these little little squiggles at the top, which I think are talking about Matt Martin. Mm. And below that is the words Excite. Ampersand Entrabify, uh, spelled E-N-T-R-A-B-B-E-F-Y.
4: Yes, that word we all know. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: It's a perfectly <laughs> cromulent word. Claire. You beat me to ah. it. I was just
0: waiting. Ah. I was giving you some breathing room so I could re-say it myself.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Ooh, what could Where this mean? There is the
4: word Bart backwards, in it? Oh, my God. Oh, no, oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> cute okay. future <laughs> it's maybe, maybe a silly question but does does the the label peel off
1: oh god it's hard to say no but let's say if it does <laughs> it comes off in perfect condition and reveals nothing
2: okay no, in that case <laughs> i stick the label back on the bottle just it works. for convenience great okay. oh nice uh, and is there anything else that we can do in this little room do we think so we had a bottle at the bottom and some bubbles so in the air and a fan on the top. Uncorporative bubbles. Yeah.
1: I'm happy to uh, let you, just for the sake of it, you are so sneaky, you get a bubble in your mouth. You manage <gasps> to get one on your tongue. And you know what? You get a little bit of floating going. Ooh. You can go up just a little bit. And Ooh. you get up close, closer to that fan. Oh, thank God, the fan's off. So you're at no risk. You can stay floating <laughs> for as long as the bubble will allow you
2: glad we worked that out now after we've we've started flying
1: you do notice the fan though and you see that it's blades while they look very sharp very scary they have something written on them and luckily since it's off you can take the time to look at it
0: yes for people at home you can see this fan as well Jonathan do you want to describe the fan
3: yes so it looks like, oh looks like there's some numbers at the tips of the four blades of this fan and those numbers are 10, 3, 6, and 9, going clockwise.
4: We assume if they're upright.
3: Well, assuming, yes, assuming they're all upright. which The given numbers that, look pretty 3... upright.
4: Hmm. Yeah. Do so you like, Unless you know, it's,
2: really, it's an omega. <laughs> is that the 3, 6, and 9, from our point of view, is at those points on a clock.
1: Yeah. But the top the blade
2: is a 10. And that's not yeah. where a 10 goes on a clock.
1: Yeah, it's not the greatest of clocks. No, <laughs> for a decimal um, time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but Jonathan, you're right about you know point of view because if that spins then that bottom one's going to turn into a nine.
4: Yeah, and the.
3: I don't know what. I don't think the the three is going to turn into a lowercase omega. So I think it's. No. I think we're
2: probably taking a, a little you know. a bit you're too dark. cryptic. Yeah, that
3: exactly. would make
1: yeah. it a significantly worse clock. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right. Is there anything else that we can see up here around the fan?
1: I don't believe so. so eventually the bubble the, passes the its way through stains you. the of previous yeah. contestants. The bubble passes its way through you and you sink back to the floor.
3: I mean, it sounds like we've exhausted most of the stuff we can do in this room. Is it worth going over to uh, room number 15 at this point? I think so. That's that's our one floor
4: left. Let's go. Okay.
1: Back into the elevator, you press floor 15, and what's the direction that this one goes inwards? Uh, oh, we're, no. in th- we're in 3D. It-, it just goes in. And uh, so when the elevator stops moving, you- the door opens, you exit at floor 15, you come immediately face-to-face with a new door. It has a big label scrawled across it. Colour room, it says, but that's C.O.L.O.U.R. room. You try the handle of that door, and that one opens easily. But inside, it is underwhelming. Uh, It's not colourful. This is the most misleading name of the century. It is completely blank. It is quite small. It's just a blank box of a room. There is nothing in here.
2: Oh, no. Now, has the door closed behind us?
1: Yes, this one automatically swings closed behind you. It is openable uh back up again. There's nothing weird about that, but it, it does swing closed behind you.
2: Can we look on the back What's of on the, the door?
1: <laughs> What's at the back of the door? It's more white. Yeah. Oh.
2: Nothing to boring
3: <laughs> there's nothing.
1: Right, so what we've got does... quite
3: a lot of information, but we yeah. don't have <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how we can gonna... <laughs> I was expecting like a lock or a Right? Something. But uh
4: so we're looking like what does C O L O U R stand for yeah.
3: i mean i can come up with all sorts of unhelpful suggestions <laughs> but i'm uh...
2: i i was going to just suggest that if we look at that picture with the colors and the the images on yeah can we find things that begin with say c o l o u r no no
4: there's only there's only one o okay uh, but we can use it twice there's no use
2: Unless the lift is also called an uppy downy box.
4: Ah! <laughs> now the lift, the lift is called an elevator specifically. Yeah, that's it true. Okay.
3: Peering through all the stuff we've got so far, so we've got the we've got the list of stuff with the colours. We've got the excite and entraberry In Entrabify. We've got
4: ten, three, six, nine.
3: The fans with the numbers on it. Yep. And we've also got a sign that says C O L O U R.
2: So I'm trying to work out like where we can actually like, use any information. And the only thing we've got that's interactive is the the elevator with its buttons. I mean, I'm wondering if if the uh, the fan numbers can be inputted on
3: the but 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 unfortunately yeah. nine has already been used, so it's that doesn't seem to make sense. Well, no, me.
2: maybe that's okay though.
1: Yeah, maybe that's okay. All
4: yeah. Right.
3: Could, maybe three is the start the four digit sequence button or maybe we just press 3 and see what happens
1: you press 3 and the little voice comes out of the elevator box and it says inaccessible from this floor sorry
4: so we're on 15
2: now okay. so if this is so, so if can we, so we go, can go to 9 go to we know yeah, we but, can go yes. to 9
1: you do some experimenting with these and like you go to floor 9 and you press 1 and it says inaccessible from this floor sorry and you try again and again and it seems like beyond the three or and the original office thing that you have access to all oh, right okay. uh, you are unable to use this you wonder why it even sorry. has all the other buttons in the first place
4: <laughs> I do wonder that right so even if we okay. go back to the office we can't get to
1: no these anything are the other only, than one nine and
4: 15 okay
1: the only four spaces that you have available to you.
3: I mean, is it worth going back to the color room and like having a proper deep search of it, just yeah. to make sure we haven't missed a missed a tiny trapdoor or a, a slightly angry weasel in the corner or something?
1: If there are <laughs> angry weasels or trapdoors, you can't for the life of you spot them.
3: Oh, I don't know what to do with uh, out an angry weasel. <laughs> I'm going to raise something, which is that. Sorry, I've, I've, this is that was needlessly corporate, but um, the. <laughs> uh, I've just got an Intrabify item. has 10 letters in it and we have some numbers that go up to 10 and oh no that's no good though because it's tibify if we take letters three, six, nine, ten.
4: Well <laughs> I was like I was, I was thinking excite is an anagram indicator for intrabify <laughs> I was like what, can we can we excite the letters uh, of in You know right
3: you know though. Right, so, I know. But and benefit.
0: <laughs> the the back of the lift opens up. Matthew Martin <laughs> is sitting there. How did you do it? you uncovered my code. <laughs> my real
4: name is Bart Benefy. <laughs> and the fact that it's an ampersand, not a, you know, I feel like it's let, letters are.
2: Yeah. More than
4: and, a good A-N-D. Point. It makes me think. And also the fact that intramifiers are made up. Wo- although <laughs> all words are made up fundamentally. But, you know, maybe these letters are convenient.
2: I'm, I'm sort of with you on that. But my yeah. my brain does not extend to solving anagrams at the moment. <laughs> no. <laughs> now, it, Excite does have the word exit in it. Oh, an entry.
3: And then oh. if, you, uh, if you've got what we've got left over, C E. C
4: E and then A B B E F.
2: Oh my gosh. Do you
4: know Those what? Are all musical On... notes.
2: <gasps> On the door, the office door, remember, it does say no exit, no entry. So if we, yeah, <sighs> take exit. <sighs> ah. Amazing.
4: C E A B B E F. I'll just check
1: that to... oh, Yes. Now that feels right. so useful. But,
2: <laughs> but <laughs> where are you going to put music codes? Right. That's right. Guess. We have perfect pitch. Yeah. no yes. you
0: specifically have oh. imperfect pitch
3: <laughs> you've not seen anything musical Thanks. yet though right
1: no you haven't no, yet no might be a back pocketer. okay
4: so that's for later well,
1: on the plus side that might have ticked a couple of things off your list as things to be yeah. looking at right now
4: so numbers, so ten, 10, 3, 6, 9. So I suppose we've got an, we've got an order of uh, pictures, so it could be... So hand, dandruff, elevator and snail are oh, those. 3, 6, 9, 10. Okay. It spells out sh uh,
2: <laughs> Okay, but what, what colours do we get?
4: Red, blue, red, poiple.
3: Just writing these out, but I'm sort of splitting them into four rows based on colour. Yes, you know, I've done. I've,
4: I've done that already. I
3: mean, you
2: are too slow. So, C E A B B E F. We decided was musical notes, but it might not be. Sure. I don't know. It could be coffin. I apple. bockroach. Mm,
4: there's no bees.
2: Yeah.
4: Elevator.
2: Fagus Sandra. <laughs> No, all right. It's just a just an idea. I, I yeah, like it's the idea. Lots to keep notes throwing
1: notes things out there. Oh, it's pronounced haggis, not bagus. Oh. oh no.
3: ah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can we use the uh, color here?
4: And if we're talking about first letters, so we could start with s s h l e schle less shell Schle. Is this good audio? It's good. This is, this
0: is what the show is about.
3: Yeah, does this qualify as entertainment or is it?
4: Pretty much what doing a, doing a crossword with me over Zoom is like as well. Just, yeah. just, just making noises.
2: So we've got everything we need. It's simple.
4: Yeah, just need our brains to work. <laughs>
2: I've written out four
3: rows blue, yellow, red, purple, and then I've put each first letter on the correct line
2: so I'm sort of getting well, a, descending, first, a descending object. Hand.
3: Exactly. Okay.
2: So what have we got? Can you see anything that looks like English? I can make the word cheese. <laughs> if you take the coffin <laughs> okay. hand, I, I'm not
3: sure that's right.
0: Do we want to go through together and see if we're all on the same page as to what,
1: what uh, goes in other what color?
0: things and the colours?
1: Yeah, I know Claire, you
0: were saying early on that you were looking at possibly seeing what all the blue ones were, etc. Et
4: I've got Leech, lice, worm, apple as blue. As yellow, I've got coffin, eye, octopus, haggis. As red, I've got hand, elevator, dandruff, spider, iguana. And then purple, toes, cockroach, snail, ear, eel, razor. Perfect. Okay. Blue could... Uh, anagram to let's take the first letter of the yeah. words under blue could be wall. Yes. Uh, w A L L.
3: Hides for red. H I D S E. H I D. I can't spell.
4: Echo for yellow. Uh, coffin I uh, S O. Wall, echo, hides, secret. Secret, okay. Which one? Echoes. So,
3: I <laughs> it's mean, maybe it's like
2: if we go to, to the oh, colour okay. room and just have a really good shout. And see what happens in there, because those those blank white walls, I bet they resonate brilliantly can we can we go to floor fifteen and and
4: clap as well
1: you clap, you shout, I don't know very much about acoustics, Billy. Can you make sure I don't say anything too stupid about how they work? sure, what's going to happen?
0: look, I would say you you stand in the middle of the room, you shout, you clap and and you get a lot of echo and and a lot, but you notice as you move around clapping and. Shouting the echo is slightly different. there might be something slightly different in the in the density of the
2: walls them, themselves somewhere can we can we identify where that might be?
1: You give it a good go, and you notice the left wall seems to be a little bit stranger. something doesn't seem to be quite as sound bouncy in exactly the same way as the others, oh. and the cl- the more you clap next to it, the more obvious it becomes to the point where you know it becomes easier to just actually clap against the wall itself. And when you do that, oh yeah, you feel a big difference. So you you clap around, you mess around with it, and, ooh, hold on, hold on. Right here, right down the bottom, just towards the lower, right? It sounds completely different. It's not like it's hollow, but there's something going on here. So you tap at it a bit harder, and as you do that, you see the tiniest, faintest little powder loosen from the wall, like there's something being covered up there. So you scrabble your fingers around and you find a line that is just enough for your fingernails to dig into. You get them in that gap, you pull, and like a teeny tiny Murphy bed, a little piano flips out. Oh! oh. oh. The best kind! A secret piano. <laughs> just a single baby octave.
2: Oh, okay. Now, in universe... Do we know which notes are which?
1: Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. They're labelled. Right. Uh, tiny
3: piano school. Right. And importantly, have we got a severed thumb to use to push the keys?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you haven't found the severed thumb yet. Uh, I don't know how you're going to solve we this We can't one. push
3: it without the severed thumb. Yeah, mm. We'll
4: never get through. Quick, cut your thumb off.
2: All right. Right. Shall, shall we whack out this tune?
4: Let's
1: yes.
2: Do it. There's no rhythm attached. Should we do it kind of jauntily or a bit like a dirge?
1: I would recommend playing it uh, in a Rachmaninoffian fashion.
2: (laughs) Oh, easy. Done. We need big hands for that. We do that. (laughs) (laughs)
1: All right, what were those notes again that you found on the bottle? C-E-A-B-B-E-F. Once you play that final F... Nothing happens. Nothing at Whoa! all. Well, isn't this just on brand for this stupid room? You know, whatever. <laughs> this is just getting annoying now. You're disappointed. You're mad. Your fingers are sweaty from playing piano so hard. <laughs> you were sure you were doing the right thing. You know, whatever. I don't know. Maybe you should go back to the bubble room and see if there's anything there you missed. You stand up. You head for the door. You open it. Oh. This is not the room that you exited. This is not the elevator.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh,
4: wow. You
1: you didn't hear or feel a thing, but this door is now taking you somewhere new. Uh, uh, No point questioning it. Where are you? Oh. Uh, You're inside an office. (gasps) What? (gasps) What? You, this is the office. You can hear the ticking of a clock on the wall and in front of you there's a small work desk in the centre of the room and from a doorway up ahead that looks like it leads into a little side room, you hear some voices. Oh, so where do I sign? I'm in. I'm sorry, I need to... I, Die! I didn't know that this is when it happens. You didn't do this in the play, Jess. <laughs> yes, I did. You
0: didn't do this. Just,
1: up, 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 there up, it is. There, oh, there it is. It is. <clears throat> Then you hear a laugh. <gasps> oh, oh, oh. Yeah, Matthew Martin's wizened laugh.
0: The contract is all ready to go in my desk, but enjoy the rest of your drink first. You've earned it.
1: Fantastic. They haven't signed anything yet, but it doesn't sound like you have much time left to stop it from going ahead. <gasps>
2: oh no, oh, should goodness. we like storm in and like slap the drink out of his hand in <laughs> as dramatic a fashion <laughs> as possible?
1: You consider that, but... <laughs> they don't have, it, he said that it was, the contract was in his desk. You never know if you just go in there and riot up a storm, that might make them angry at you and oh, more yeah. likely to sign something.
4: Okay. So we've got a clock and a desk and a doorway. So we should probably go look at that contract in the desk or search the desk. Yes.
1: The desk is, um, it, it's weird. The best way you can describe it is uh, it is half a desk. Literally, it looks like someone took a regular desk, chopped it in half down the middle. It's only got two legs, both on the left, yet it's somehow balanced. Weird. And in the movie, that is what the office is like. No explanation given. Mm. Things are just in halves. (laughs) It's great. The desktop is bare, but there is a drawer underneath. Locked. It's got a numerical keypad that accepts anywhere from three to six digits. You also spot something on the side of the drawer. A sticker. And you will see that
0: yes, for people at home, you can see this sticker, but uh Claire is going to describe it to you
1: okay,
4: so we've got uh three clocks, one with a it's like a Mickey Mouse kind of uh oh I'm not sure if I can say that, <laughs> but yeah uh, a big a big circle <laughs> in the middle, a big clock in the middle, and two little clocks either side, or one smaller one on the left and slightly large one on the right, and they all show what appears to be the same uh time with three arrows, three hands. So, the little hand is pointing at what should one. be a one. The medium hand is pointing at what should be a two. There's no, there's no numbers. And the biggest hand is pointing at the five equivalent. Okay. So, I wonder if that means it goes small hand number, big hand number, medium hand number. In order,
2: really? Why, why would it so, not be small, medium, big?
4: Because we're because it's showing it's showing us the clocks in oh, small, yeah. okay. medium. Uh, yes. so oh, my, I, like I that. My, nice. my initial guess would be one five two to be to to enter into the keypad.
2: Unless the big hand is the second or a minute hand, in which case it'd be twenty five. I'm I'm wondering if the assumption about this being a normal clock. You
3: said there's a clock in this room, right? Should we just check that this is a normal clock? I'm sure it's going to be a normal clock and there's going to be nothing unusual about it, but let's just check it anyway, shall we?
1: Yeah, duh. So you follow the ticking noise that you heard. And uh, yeah, you are surprised that you even recognize this as a clock because take a look.
0: Yes, for people at home, you can see this completely normal clock and uh, Jonathan will describe it to you. (laughs)
3: Yeah, so it's a completely normal clock with the usual features such as the entire right half is missing. Um... (laughs) Okay, so in addition to the entire right half missing, we've got what would normally be positions 7 through 11 on a clock have been replaced with the numbers 1, 4, 9, 8, 2. So 9 is in the
2: usual place, but the other numbers are not. Do you think we need to work out what's on the right-hand side of that clock? I think we might. Could do. So should we look at what the gaps are between these numbers? Just trying to work out some kind of sequence, maybe. So minus one. Five minus one. Minus minus
3: six.
2: six. Hmm. Oh my god!
3: So we don't need to know what the top and the bottom numbers are. We just need the other some of the other bits of the face. I mean, one guess would be that actually the numbers are opposite their usual counterparts.
4: But four, no, because... Can't be. Oh no, hang on, excuse me. And four would be opposite ten. Um, oh, no, yeah, four would be opposite ten.
3: Was there anything else in this room that we were considering investigating?
2: No.
3: Hang on. I seem to remember about five hours ago, somebody <laughs> said this thing we've just looked at looks a bit like a clock face, except with slightly unusual numbers.
4: <sighs>
3: so I don't know, should we have another look at the fan? Did we?
4: The you,
2: I think you, Oh I think my you said god, it, yes I did. Tim Nostradamus. How did you Tim, I remember think. that? <laughs> I'd forgotten that existed.
4: <laughs>
2: so it looks like so let's say that nine is in the right place.
4: Yeah. So maybe. we could put three opposite
2: it. We could put maybe put three opposite. Because so, that's
1: how it was on the fan.
2: Yes, exactly. So on the fan, you've got going clockwise from the top in like 90 degrees, you've got 10, 3, 6, 9. So on the left-hand side, it's 9. And on this funny half-clock on the left-hand side, it's 9. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at the bottom, we can put 6, yeah? Yeah. And at the top, we can yeah. put 10. So we're still yeah. looking for... So
4: one, so 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6... Sorry, 5, 7, 11,
0: 12. So. so the numbers that are not present on your clock are 5, 7, 11, and 12. And what are the spaces on the clock that you haven't filled?
2: 1, 2, 4, and 5. Wonderful.
0: It was meant less of a hint for you and more of clarity of what we're all... I see. Okay. Just saying yeah, no, I was numbers. going it's down nice a real
2: rabbit in. hole there.
3: So what were the, what were the positions that we, we needed based on the chalk drawing. Yes,
0: the desk was pointed to one, two, and five as positions on a normal clock.
3: And upsettingly, we don't have any of
2: those yet. Correct. So, so what's what's the pattern on this clock? How has it been shifted, do we think?
4: So, like, ten has moved two spaces. One has moved six.
3: Oh, is it pairs of... No, it's not pairs of... Because... I mean, maybe it's just coincidence that one, two, and three happen to be f- going four spaces round each time. Oh, but then eight—that and... doesn't fit. That doesn't fit eight, and nine, and wherever seven is. So we've gone,
2: we've gone four, and then we've gone four, but another four gets us
3: oh. to. Yes, so you jump over the one because you've already got one. Yeah. So are they all in like offsets of four? Do we think? I mean, let's, I'm just going to try that and see where it ends us up. Yeah. Okay. Because it might be that that generates what we happen to have. Yeah. Because we've got Maybe. one at the bottom of that dish.
1: Are you drawing your own clock?
3: So I am drawing out my own clock now, and I'm putting
1: one, one down in there. the
3: seven o'clock position, which we know. <laughs> I have
1: to show Billy how many clocks I drew because I kept forgetting yeah, like where numbers went. On that page. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so that... So one so one is at seven o'clock, two is at eleven o'clock, three is at actually three o'clock. And then we go round we skip over the one we go around four, but we skip over the one at seven o'clock and put the four in eight o'clock position. Hmm. So we keep going yes. around, we yep. jump over the two, two okay. and then the five ends up in one o'clock position. Yep. Yeah. And five we're missing. Yeah, so then and then six ends up in six o'clock. Yeah, because we've skipped.
4: Yeah, that's right. Seven. Would go at the two o'clock position.
3: Then we go four o'clock, five o'clock, nine o'clock, ten o'clock is where the eight goes, which is right. So the nine goes at nine o'clock. One, two, three, four, yeah. The ten indeed goes at twelve o'clock. And then one, two, three, four. So twelve must be at four four
4: o'clock.
2: That's a fully
4: completed clock. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So now we look at the, the sticker on the side of the desk.
2: Yeah. And Which taking Claire's still, point about the size of them. The
4: size, yeah. So small hand points to what is now five. Yep. Do you agree? I do. And then the biggest big, big hand one. points to what is now 11. Yep. And that comes in between. And then the medium hand points to what is now seven.
2: Yeah. So we've got five, one, one, seven. Let's whap that into the keypad. Wap. Whap Let's whap. whap that I'm running in. out of verbs.
1: 5117 goes into the keypad and that code works. <gasps> Yay! Nice. My Smith God, you're often. a genius,
2: the other two thirds of my brain. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there it is, inside the drawer, a contract. Transferral of ownership, it says at the top. And the bottom are spaces for two signatures the outgoing owner, which has already been signed by Matthew Martin in advance, and the recipient, which is currently blank. And just as you're taking it out of the drawer, Matthew Martin and Chan walk in from the side room. You! Oh no! How
0: did you get away from that?
1: Yeah, this place is going to be mine, says Chan. Don't you dare sign that with your own name! You shake your head and tell them that you would not touch ownership of this death trap. And you say, Trust me, Chan, neither should you. And you rip that contract right in half.
0: Oh, please. Original copies of governmental documents are allowed to be taped back together. We can still sign that.
1: <laughs> He's right. It's a weird law, but it's true. Even if you rip this thing into a thousand pieces, if Chen's signature gets onto one of them, it counts. You've only got one idea left. Everything's edible in this factory, right?
2: <sighs> I was going straight there. Hate the contract. <laughs>
1: You stick the paper in your mouth (gasps) and you start chewing. Oh no! The two of them give cries of horror. Um, Matthew Martin, you say, between large chews, you are being charged by Ken Arthur and the Department of Food Health and Safety (laughs) Regulation with several counts of negligence and reckless endangerment. (laughs) You can expect... (laughs) Oh, you can expect legal summons. Oh god. And in the meantime... I'm ordering you to shut down and evacuate these premises. (coughs) You've swallowed it. It'll take weeks for the government to get around to sending out a new ownership form, and you don't see this old form getting signed anytime soon. By then, Matthew Martin will be so buried in your lawsuits that Chan won't go anywhere near him. Time skip. Some time has passed since your department took action against Matthew Martin. The judge was horrified by what he saw and (laughs) eviscerated him. The company known as Maddie Martin's Chocolates and Treats has to be shut down and sold off piece by piece. Not everyone in the world was too happy about losing their favorite chocolate. But come on, it was being made in terrible, dangerous conditions and you suspect uh, there may have been some slave labor involved. Though that's a totally separate investigation from your department. Surely anyone would happily give up something as trivial as one brand of chocolate knowing all of the terrible ethics behind it, right? <laughs> hmm. True to your word, the teenagers from the factory tour all recovered nicely from their injuries and other such maladies. Except Mike. Turns out he really enjoyed being tiny and has become like a mega celebrity for it. His life has turned out exactly the way he wanted. And you know what? If you can help just one kid achieve his life goal, you have done your food safety job. And that is the end of the episode and the season. <laughs>
2: Well done, everyone. That was absolutely great.